Welcome to the Serviced Accommodation Property Podcast. This podcast by Kevin Paneskis, also known as the Property Soldier, covers all aspects of serviced accommodation and how to make it a profitable and sustainable business. Kevin started investing in property in 1991 whilst serving in the British Army and now owns a multi-million pound property portfolio and serviced accommodation business and is a best-selling author. And now your host, Kevin Paneskis. Hi, Kevin. Property Soldier here. Now, apparently, money can't buy you happiness, or at least that's what they say, isn't it? And I wanted to do this particular podcast episode just to talk about the mindset around money, because I think you'll probably agree with this, that we're conditioned from birth to have a negative mindset around money. So our parents and our teachers, who aren't necessarily qualified to have a valuable opinion about money, um, and that, but that is who teaches us, and that's that. That's the people who uh, influence us in terms of our mindset around money, and. I mean, you you will be able to remember all of the potentially negative things that we got told about money growing up. And unfortunately, what that does is restrict ourselves in terms of our appetite to making money and to generate money. And actually, whether we realize it or not, there's actually a shame associated with having money or wanting money. There's literally a stigma around it. And it's been placed there by our parents and our teachers and by society. And so what the problem with that is, is that even though we may discover a good way of making money, we literally self-sabotage ourselves and don't necessarily pursue that way of making money to um, uh, to the uh, the best of our abilities. Now, serviced accommodation, I know, represents a fantastic way to make money. It's literally life-changing recurring income from property, using serviced accommodation as the strategy. And I can teach people lots and lots about how to do serviced accommodation, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they will do serviced accommodation. There's a couple of reasons for that. Service accommodation can, definitely when you're initially starting out, can uh, represent some some hard work. That's that's okay. Um, As far as I'm concerned, it's the best hard work that you'll ever do. But do people want to do that hard work or or do they procrastinate? One of the reasons why they may procrastinate is because, again, whether people uh, admit it to themselves or not, they actually have got an issue with making lots of money. So therefore, they might self-sabotage. So procrastination is self-sabotage, isn't it? So therefore, they might not implement the training that I give in serviced accommodation. So I do lots of training on this podcast. I've written a book, Serviced Accommodation Success. I offer 
property training courses, so live events as well. And sometimes I will even uh, offer uh, some of these trainings for free. And yet you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. And some of the reasons for people's inactivity is their negative mindset around money. So what other things do we get told uh, growing up about money? So money is the root of all evil. Okay, so that's the, the most often used one. I think it's the love of money is the root of all evil, isn't it? Uh, money doesn't grow on trees. So that means that um, obviously money is scarce and hard to come by. Uh, rich people are greedy or rich people to become rich those people must have exploited somebody or taken advantage of somebody. These are genuine beliefs that we as a society have. And so people don't want to be judged. People don't want to be frowned upon and by people that have those opinions. And one of the opinions is that money can't buy you happiness. And, um, I just want to dig a little bit deeper into that just to hopefully balance that argument just a little bit because I do agree that just being wealthy on its own doesn't necessarily buy you happiness. But I'm pretty sure that people that are very, very poor aren't necessarily happy about being very, very poor. So yes, you can be poor and happy, but you can be wealthy and happy as well. It doesn't, one doesn't go without, it doesn't necessarily track each other. So would it be better to be wealthy and happy? Then I think most people would agree that that would be a great situation. And I think that we just need to maybe focus in on what you can do with money. What good can you do with money? So let's talk about um, people who have got lots of money, and I don't want anyone to do this, exchanging time for lots of money. So people, yes, they might be wealthy, but they might have a, uh, a stressful job, lots of responsibility, it's on, it's on their mind all of the time, and they're earning good money from that, but they don't have any time. So they don't have any time to spend with their loved ones. They spend an awful lot of their time with people that they don't actually like. <laughs> and, and all of their headspace is taken up with worrying about the work or the business, whatever it may be. So no, I don't, I agree with a, an awful lot of people who say money can't buy you happiness because that's not going to make you happy exchanging all of your time for money. But service to accommodation, to offer an alternative, represents the ability to earn lots of money whilst outsourcing all of the work and getting other people to be earning money uh, doing the work. And you can outsource the management, you can outsource an awful lot of things in a service to accommodation business. And that frees up your headspace if you do it correctly. And it also frees up your time, leaving you with the money. So what does that enable you to do with your time? It enables you to spend it with the people that you want to spend it with. And so when I say to people that when you've got the, the time to do what you want, when you want, with whom you want, would that make you happy? And 
most people say yes to that situation. But so therefore I've just burst the bubble on money can't buy you happiness because money can buy you happiness as long as you're not exchanging all of your time for it, spending people, spending that time with people you don't want to be spending time with. So yes, money can buy you happiness. And what I want you to do now actually is think about what you would do with your time and with money. Okay, so actually what I want you to do is make your, make a little list and write down what is most important to you. What are the things that are most important to you in life? So an obvious one is to write down family. Then there's friends. I'm just going to give you some examples, but there's no right or wrong list. Everyone's list should be unique. It could be travel. It could be um uh, fitness, it could be health, it could be personal development, it could be having a really fantastic house to live in, it could be having a really flashy, awesome car. It does not matter. What is most important to you? If you could click your fingers and make that happen, what would it be? It could be helping a charity of your choice. Now, a charity of your choice isn't necessarily just a case of giving money to that charity. The most precious commodity is time. I think you'll agree with that. And so if you're able to give your time to the charity, that could be time spent raising money for the charity. You could combine two things at once. If you know health and fitness was your thing, then you could be doing um, some sporting challenge whilst at the same time raising money for the charity. So a win-win situation on that one, or win-win-win, right? And so, Whatever it is, what is the most important thing to you or things to you? Now, once people, when I get people to do this exercise, when they've done it, they often end up with a list and it doesn't involve money. They haven't put money at the top of their list in terms of things that are most important to them. The reason for that is because of the stigma around money and because we've been conditioned from birth to have a negative mindset around money. But when I say, let's do, do me a favor, um, accommodate me for, for a minute and put money at the top of that list. And so when we put money at the top of that list, I then ask them how much easier it would be to look after all of the other things on their list if money was no longer a problem. And so I'll say, can you look after your family when you've got money? Can you look after your friends when you've got money? Can you do personal development? Can you look after your health? Can you um, travel? Can you have your nice car? Can you have your nice house? Can you give your time to charities, etc.? And always, obviously, the answer is always yes. Money facilitates all of those things. So therefore, money can buy you happiness if it allows you to do the things that are most important to you. But most people are exchanging time for their money which doesn't buy them happiness. And so now that people have got a different attitude around money because they've linked money to the things that are most important to them, then they're most likely to do the things necessary, the hard yards if you like. It could be property viewings, it could be making offers, it could be doing networking events to raise finance, whatever it may be. People are more likely to do it when they can link the making the money to the things that are most important to them in life. 
So hopefully that is making sense to you because I think it's fundamentally important to cover this mindset around money piece and to try and, if you like, reboot the net top computer about money because of the conditioning that we've had, the negative condition that we've all had about money. And so let's just, let's just talk about, I'll give you an example of what I am able to do now that I'm not exchanging time for money in a job. So many of you will know my brand is the property soldier and I was 24 years in the army exchanging time for money. And some people um, exchange time for money. Some people risk life for money, don't they? <laughs> and so I was definitely doing that whilst in the army. And But now I've got life-changing recurring income coming in from property and um, I do not need a job anymore. And I'm able to spend my time with friends and with family. And one of the things that I choose to do, and it gives me an awful lot of satisfaction, is to raise money for homeless veterans. Homeless veterans, many of whom are suffering from PTSD. And in last, well, in recent, recent times, I've been able to actually write my book, my autobiography called Property Soldier. And it's not a, it's not a book about property. It's an autobiography. And the title of the book is Overcoming Adversity and Depression to Win Big from the Battlefield to Financial Freedom. And, and it is a book about overcoming my demons and my challenges um, and depression and um, PTSD and all of those things. Now, these are things that cause uh, veterans to be homeless. Um, PTSD is one of the main reasons for veterans to become homeless, which is very, very sad. So I've, I've got coping me mechanisms in place and um, I'm able to cope with those things. And But an awful lot of men and women um, serving and, and retired um, aren't coping very well with that. And so this book, Property Soldier, 100% of the profits of this book are going to charity, to the charities. The charity is called Stoll, and Stoll provides accommodation and training to homeless veterans. And so what my story is actually that I handed in my notice on Remembrance Day 2010, and I would have to serve one year. And after that one year, after serving my notice, I would be out of the army. And my mission was to create enough recurring income from property so that I can leave the army without the need to get a job. And I'm very happy and proud to say that I achieved that mission. Now, one of the things that I did, and the reason why I handed in my notice on Remembrance Day, was to put pressure on myself to get out of my comfort zone and to do the hard yards necessary to create that recurring income. And I actually handed my notice on Remembrance Day because I, I carried, you know, in, in the book, you know, I, I talk about some of the things that happened during my army career and um, I lost many, many friends and colleagues in my regiment, um, 209 Commando Regiment, during my time. So lots of um, friends and colleagues killed in Iraq, killed in Afghanistan, and I've carried the coffins. And unfortunately... That's you know took its toll and left its mark, and I I had to put myself in harm's way. I had to ask other people to put themselves in harm's way during my army career. And here's the thing: 
an awful lot of my friends will never have the chance to leave the army without the need to get a job. They never, never have the chance to spend the rest of their lives with their loved ones. They paid the ultimate sacrifice. So as far as I was concerned, if I failed in my mission to be able to leave the army without the need to get a job, to spend the rest of my life with my friends and family, I would be failing them. I'd be letting them down because I chose Remembrance Day. They, we will remember them to hand in my notice so that I would leave the army on that day. And so that is why I leveraged myself to achieve that that aim. And so I, I implore every single one of you to, to focus in and to dial in on what is what it is you want to create life-changing recurring income for and why is it important to achieve that? Because then you're more likely to do it. So I handed in my notice on Remembrance Day 2010. Therefore, I was out of the army on Remembrance Day 2011. I was out of the army on 11-11-11 and I haven't had a job since. I'm completely unemployable now, okay, because of my recurring income from property. And I've been able, because I've got my time back, to scale the portfolio significantly since that date. And so Remembrance Day this year is the 10-year anniversary of me leaving the army without the need to get a job. So 11-11-21 is the 10-year anniversary. And that is when this book, Property Soldier, will be launched. And... Again, 100% of the profits of this book will go to the, my charity called Stoll, which provides accommodation and training and support and counselling, etc., for veterans suffering from PTSD, homeless veterans suffering from PTSD. And, and so that makes me extremely happy and extremely proud to be able um, to do that. And so I, I would love for you to uh, support me in raising as much money as I can for the charity but so what i'm going to actually do um as a, a thank you if you are willing to support me and buy your copy of the books of property soldier on remembrance day onwards the book it's 14.99 and that includes postage and packaging and you can buy it on amazon so in the show notes to this podcast and in the the in the the title of this uh post I will put the link, the Amazon link, so that you can go and head and purchase a copy of Property Soldier. And once you have done that, once you've post purchased Property Soldier, if you then email book at propertysoldier.co.uk, email that proof of purchase. You just need to email your proof of purchase to book at propertysoldier.co.uk include your postal address in the email and your phone number. So the reason why we need your postal address is I will then send you a free copy of my book, Serviced Accommodation Success. Some of you may have already read it, but anyone that hasn't read it, I will email you a free copy of Serviced Accommodation Success. It could be a gift, a Christmas present to somebody wanting to learn more about property and serviced accommodation. And so we need your postal address. So uh, email your proof of purchase of Property Soldier. So once you've bought it on Amazon, you'll be emailed your receipt and you just forward that email to book at propertysoldier.co.uk. Include your postal address in that email and your phone number. So we need your phone number because one of the team will phone you in order to book you onto a free serviced accommodation training that I will also provide for you 
for supporting my book launch and supporting the charity. I will do a service accommodation training day for you for free. And the team will phone you using the phone number that you uh, provide when you email to book you onto one of the dates that suits you in the future. So I will have several dates lined up, usually one a month. And so whatever date works for you in your diary, you will be able to attend that training absolutely free. So these trainings, I go out and do events and I sell these trainings. I do webinars selling these trainings. But for supporting my book launch, so for the price of $14.99, you will literally get two books. You'll get Property Soldier. All 100% of the profits from this book sale will go to the charity. You will get Serviced Accommodation Success posted to you for free. And you will get two tickets, two tickets to attend a Serviced Accommodation Training Day delivered by me personally. So all you have to do is email your proof of purchase to book at propertysoldier.co.uk and you will be able to get that offer. So hopefully that makes sense. Any comments, so like this post if you want to share it, please share and like and comment below. Um, book and then, or yes please, or something like that. Type in the comments that you would like to take advantage of the offer. And by commenting, you will be spreading the, uh, the reach of the post as well, so more people will see it, so more people will be able to support the charity. And um, any comments or questions, please type those in or send any uh, uh, questions into uh, kevin at propertysoldier.co.uk as well if you've got any questions or message me on my social media, whatever it may be, and I will endeavor to answer those questions for you. So just a, a mindset type session today because do you know what the skill set without the mindset will leave you upset so it's really really important to focus on your mindset and and i'm hoping that the book property soldier will help you um, with that and to understand that it's not easy for everybody to do property people have to overcome their their own challenges and their own issues so i talk about in the book having custody of my daughter when she was a baby and bringing my help with the help of my mum and and family bringing my daughter up and those challenges and getting into financial difficulties etc and overcoming my own um, mental challenges as well um, but still managing to create life-changing recurring income from property. So how how did I manage that? And I think it's, I, I love reading biographies myself just to see other people's journeys. And it's been a difficult thing for me to write. And you are literally going to learn all about my deepest, darkest secrets, if you like. But I think it's important to to talk about these things, especially in this day and age when people are suffering so much with um, you know, depression and, and mental illness, et cetera, et cetera. It's really, really important that we we don't, there is no stigma around those things. And so I'm happy to talk about it. I've, I'm happy to write about it. And um, if you want to to learn all about, all about my story yourself, then you can just read the book. And at the same time, you're going to be helping homeless veterans. So thanks very much for uh, giving me your attention for this podcast episode. And I'm also going to put this out as a, a video on my social media as well. So here's to your success in service accommodation. And remember, your future needs you. Take care, everybody. And I'll see you all soon. Thank you for listening to the Serviced Accommodation Property Podcast. 
You can also follow me on social media and YouTube by searching The Property Soldier. Also check out my website, www.propertysoldier.co.uk, where you can learn even more about property investing and serviced accommodation. 